Okay. So we're talking about Krishna. We spoke about the first batch of Shema as Kadesh Kabral of Omar Hashemaim. And we spoke about uh, the three parts to the Omar Hashemaim, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, and Hashem Echad. Connected the Shira of the Malachim, or the Kabbalah of Omar Hashemaim and Malachim. Now we have the second paragraph of Krishna also. And that the Mishnah Bracha says, uh, why we have the second paragraph of Krishna that we meant to say every day. And uh, the notion of the mission is first it should be Makabalans of Omar Khashemain and after it should be Makabalans of all mitzvahs. And therefore, the second part of Shema is what we call the Makabal all mitzvahs. And what do we mean all mitzvahs? That that's the Chiyuv, not just to accept Hashem, but to listen to what He wants us to do. She doesn't talk about the first paragraph of Shema, it's details in the second paragraph of Shema. In Shema Tishma Mitzvahi, and uh, the reward and punishment which come from that. But if you listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then and if not, now, why is this a necessary part of our Avedah Sayyam, so to speak, especially talking about Shema, being Aymed Kanega because they are covered? So there's something unique about the second paragraph of Shema, which is different to the many, many times in the Torah that it talks about Tzachar Ba'anish. There are a number of times in the Torah that it talks about reward and punishment, and there's something different about the, what's offered or threatened in Shema. <coughs> and that is normally when the Torah talks about Tzachar Ba'anish, so the Tzachar is something uh, above and beyond. You'll have so much food, you won't know what to do with it. Uh, you won't have finished harvesting the one crop, and the next one's already ripe. It's like bracha beyond Ulam. And Klala is the ultimate. Uh, you'll starve, you'll get this disease and that disease, and you'll eat your children out of hunger. Uh, the, the extreme. Uh, extreme punishment, extreme reward. Vayim Shemai doesn't do that. Vayim Shemai says very simply if you listen to Hashem, Hashem will send the rain. And if you don't uh, listen to Hashem, Hashem won't send the rain. So we're not talking about a change in the natural order that Hashem is going to shower bracha, which is not what normally happens in the world, or the opposite, that Hashem is going to punish. It's going to be with punishments which are no one's ever heard of before, uh, which apostatory even calls in that. Things which are sorry about your, your, your parents never dreamed of such punishments you're going to get. But that is not going to be that dramatic. But there is something very simple. And the normal running of the world. You want things to work, you want it to rain, so you need to see the Sintar Hashem. And if you don't, the Sintar Hashem will rain. And why is that, uh, why is that more than more... Can you turn off So why was that something which, which is Nagaya to specifically the Shema? Why is that the one you bring over here? So let's go back to what we said before. And we saw that one of the, the elements of what we talk about by Kisei HaKovet is the fact that Hashem runs the world. So we said it's the first bracha of Yetzirah that we talk about the fact that Hashem runs the world. And uh, when we're talking about it in the context of Yetzirah, so we just go through the various parts of the Bria that Hashem spins the world in between night and day and Hadish everything and makes everything grow. That's uh, looking at from the outside. And now, when you come to the second paragraph of Krishna, so what we're saying is that that the running of the world is connected, is tied to 
Klayas just keeping the Torah. It's connected to the Klayas just keeping the Torah. And therefore, we're not talking about Hashem changing the world, doing, the, doing things which don't fit into the normal way the world runs. Extreme reward, extreme punishment, things which Ki'ira don't have a, don't have a markum in the normal way the world runs. We're talking about the way Hashem normally runs the world, but the understanding is that even that, what we call regular running of the world, is not in the territory. You know, there's a question which we've mentioned a number of times because it's something which all the Rishonim ask and all the Rishonim answer. We spoke about it even on Sunday. And that is why doesn't, when the Torah talks about reward, why does it talk about reward in this world and not in the next world? You don't find too many references in the Torah. So if you keep it in mitzvahs, you'll get Ayn Mabah. And if you don't, you're going to get Kehina. There are references, but not so many. Why? So there's the, we answered a number of answers. One of the answers is, is the Ramban. And the Ramban says that it's logical that if a person listens to Hashem, Hashem will reward him. It makes sense. And therefore, if a person's going to get rewarded in Adam Abba, that's what he expects. It's a mistaber, he says, that Ish, uh, which is Halach Kudrachov, is Matzachain Be'enot, someone who follows the Derech of Hashem and does what Hashem wants. So we understand, of course, Hashem wants to reward him. And the person who rebels against Hashem and doesn't do what Hashem wants, so then we understand there too that Hashem wants to punish him. But says Ramban, there's no logic in the world why that should change how things work, it's going to rain or not. What, because Klai Yisrael are, are putting on fitting, that's going to cause it to rain. And because Klai Yisrael are eating crepe, it's not going to rain. Like, the world runs with the science. The world runs with the system that uh, Hashem created to run the world. There's no logic Bichlal, that that's going to get changed by the fact that Klai Yisrael keeps the Torah now. And therefore the Rabban said it's the bigger Chiddush. It's a bigger Chiddush to say that Hashem is going to change the way this world runs based on what people do more than that Hashem is going to reward or punish the people. That, that, that we have thought is more logical. And therefore what the Torah is pointing out is that it's true that there's a system Hashem runs the world but that system is tied to if we keep the mitzvah or not. That system is tied to if we keep the mitzvah or not. And then again, that's not something which L'chara makes sense. Because there was a system in place beforehand that Hashem runs the world, and we call the Koyach of the Teva, Hashem makes the world run, and that's a system which should run on its own. It's a system which should run on its own. But the fact that now HaKadosh Baruch Hu sort of fits, like synchronizes that Teva with Klai Yisrael, that's a big Kiddush. That's a big Kiddush. So that, 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 that the Teva is going to change based on Klai Yisrael, and that's what we call being Makabal Ol Mitzvahs. Makabal Ol Mitzvahs means that the obligation we have to keep the Mitzvahs is because the, the running of the world is going to get a change based on it. And that's part of what we have to talk about when we talk about the Adam Abriya. When we talk about the Adam Abriya, which means the level of how Hashem runs His world, so we don't just recognize from the outset that of course HaKadosh Baruch is making things happen, and of course we see that He's the one who's... Uh, who's the force behind whatever happens in the Bria? It's more than that. It's, there's an all. There's a responsibility and ask for that because how Hashem is going to run the world is in a large part based on what happens to Kaisra. And therefore what we do is going to change it. And therefore if you look in the Torah itself, in the page of Ayim Shemaya, the Torah gives the three possible introductions of Ayim Shemaya. We don't say it every day, but it's Betzem, V'hoya. And if you listen, there's a continuation from something. What's the continuation from? So, what the Pasuk says before, it starts like this. Hashem, Moshe tells the Jewish people, because the Oretz, the land that you're going to, like Eretz Mitzrayim. The land you're going to, Eretz Israel, is not like Eretz Mitzrayim. 
where in Eretz Mitzrayim they had the river, and therefore whenever you had water, you got to the river and, and take water. Actually, you can suck a garden. You walk to the river, you bring the water, and you bring it back. Back to the Eretz, the Eretz you're going to come into is the Eretz Harimuk voice, the entire Shemayim Tishtemay. It's a le- it's a land which relies on the rain. There's not enough natural water in Eretz Yisrael. Even today, you can see that. There's Kimat no natural rivers in Eretz Yisrael. Maybe the Yarden. That's about it. Which means there's no a local water source. And if that's the case, we need to run the rain. And that's the introduction. And therefore, if you don't listen to Hashem, then I'll send the rain. And if not, then I won't send the rain. So why is that the matter of Eretz Yisrael? The matter of Eretz Yisrael is, oh, Eretz Yisrael doesn't have a natural water supply, it relies on rain, and now, because of that, then, in Shemot Yishmael Mitzvah, if you listen to Hashem, I'll send the rain. So, the Bali Musa explained it like this. The Bali Musa said there's two levels of Yerushalayim. There's a level of Yerushalayim which is called Yerushalayim, as we know. Yerushalayim means the person is scared of being punished. And therefore, uh, everything is really okay. But you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can send punishments. Things can go wrong. And if that would be the case, Hashem could send the punishment. So then, it's, uh, then the person is going to, going to suffer. So I don't want to do something wrong because I don't want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to inflict punishment. That's one level. But there's another level, which is a higher level. And that's what's called the Yerusatlus. Yerusatlus means the year of reliance, of being totally of relying on somebody and that is it's not that I need Hashem to afflict the punishment it's that I know that I need Hashem to give me what I need what I, what, I, what I have to get and if I'm not going to listen I'm not going to get it then I'll be stuck because I don't have the basics that I need that I require and uh, what Moshe said in Klai Yisrael that's the difference between Eretz Mitzrayim and Eretz, Eretz Yisrael and Mitzrayim they had water naturally so if Hashem is going to punish so it's going to have to be some outside punishment like all the makas the Mitzvah got they're all things which they didn't expect to come from the outside to punish them so if a Mitzvah would say why should I listen to Hashem the answer would be well look, look what Hashem does if you don't so send frogs and send birds and send wild animals and everything else but that's a lower level that's a year of punishment whereas there is Israel we don't have to come onto that uh, the reason to, to, we have to listen isn't just because we may get punished it's because I understand that the basic things you need are from Hashem too and it's not, it's not a shadow of punishment. If you're not going to get rain, you're going to get stuck without being punished. Just in the state of how things run, Hashem is not going to provide. And therefore, Moshe is saying that in Eretz Israel, a person's held to a higher standard. Because just, just, to get, just for, so to speak, the system to run the way it's meant to, that already needs, that already needs a person to deserve it. And therefore, the years are effortless. I feel I'm reliant. And if I don't do what Hashem wants, then I'm, He's not going to give me the basics that I need. That's a, that's a higher level. And then again, that goes back to the running of the world. Because when it comes to Goyim, when it comes to Goyim, which the, what, they do, what they do doesn't affect the world. And therefore, Hashem can punish when He wants to, but that's sending some outside punishment. It's sending some outside punishment because it's coming specifically to punish them. What they do doesn't change the way He runs the world. It's not going to be that there's going to be more rain or less rain or more prosperity or less prosperity because of what the Goyim do. When Hashem wants to punish the goyim, you still have to find some outside, outside way to punish them. Zero soinish. Whereas when it comes to Klai Yisrael, it's a different story. Because by us, it's not just that if Hashem wants to punish, you'll find some outside way. No, it's been linked into the system of how the world runs. 
And therefore, when Klai aren't doing what Hashem wants, so then that's going to interfere with the way the world runs. And therefore, we don't have to get to outside punishment. You want things to you want the things to work the way that Hashem wants them to work. You're going to have to listen to the Torah. And if you don't, then that's a, then the system's going to fall apart. And that's why we talk about this in the Munna Vadim, but it's an important point. That's why when it comes to when it comes to the way Hashem set up the world, most things in the world are set up in a system which is completely predictable, predictable, understandable, scientifically provable, and we can and therefore we can know in advance exactly what's going to happen. Because Hashem made the world in a way where there's a system, and if you understand the system, you can work it out yourself. So, for example, if you want to know exactly where the planets are going to be in a hundred years' time from now, we could position them exactly. We know that how each, how each planet's uh, orbit, we know exactly how fast they're moving, its position they are to each other. We could plot ahead exactly where the planets are going to be in a hundred years' time. That's not a problem. You want to know uh, about a tree which is going to grow? So I can tell you exactly how many hours it's going to take from when I plant the seed until it starts to sprout and how many days or years it's going to take until it grows to a certain size. It's predictable, it's provable, it repeats itself every single time. Just like any other scientific thing I can experiment with, I know exactly how it's going to happen. It's a system which doesn't change, and it's a system which Hashem set in place, which is always going to repeat itself. And yet, there are a number of systems Hashem creates in the world which have absolutely no logic, are completely random, and there's no way to predict it, even now. With all the technology we have, there's no way to predict it, there's no way to understand it, and there's no logical pattern. And not, not only because you don't know enough, because we've proven that there never will be a system. And the best example of that is the rain. The best example of that is the rain. There's no way to predict when it's going to rain, how it's going to have much it's going to rain, uh, where, where it's not going to rain, where there's going to be floods, where there's going to be droughts. And you think, why? In the whole natural world that's been built, where everything works exactly perfectly to a science, exactly the way it's meant to, something which is so critical to the world, right? which means that the world needs rain, and it's completely random. The weather is completely random. It's not the same from one year to the next year. It's, you can't predict more than a, uh, accurately what's going to be in the future. There's no pattern to rely on. Why? Well, why, why, why if the world is built so structured, when it comes to the weather, is it completely unstructured? Completely. There isn't a logical answer to that. It's a good question. It's a good question. And like I said, science has often tried to try and find some kind of pattern to predict the weather, and they've given up. It's impossible. It's what's called the butterfly effect which means there are too many variables and there are too many factors which could make a difference and therefore there's no way to which we could ever fit, fit, fit into the uh, equation all the different aspects which are going to play, play a part of it. Why? Why does she do that? Now they're trying to become less and less totally honoring like with desalination plants and stuff like that. Okay, but it's a different point. But the, why does she set up a system like that? Why does she set up a system which everything else he runs is predictable completely? And there's one thing which is not just not predictable, it's, 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 com- it's completely random, and it's not even what's ideal for the world. The ideal would be like everything else, it would be exactly the right, right, amount of ra- right amount of rain, at exactly the right time when it's necessary, and then things would work in a perfect system. Everything would grow the way it's meant to grow, there would never be floods, there would never be drought, these things are just destructive. And then the system, if you wanted to make the perfectly running system, so then it should be as well calibrated as the, the way that the world spins on its axis and the way plants grow and everything else. One system. I'll give you another, another example of the same thing. There's absolutely no way that science will ever be able to predict how long a person is going to live. You can examine every organ in his body. And, you can, and, you can, and based on that, what does it tell you? He's going to live 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? No way of life. 
No, we have not. Any individual organ, we can see if it's right or what's wrong or what it's doing, and fix it and sometimes even replace it, whatever it's going to be, or transplant it. But as a person, how long a person is going to live? Impossible to know. There's no science there. There's nothing to talk about. The, oh, you can talk about one second, but his heart's this healthy and his lungs are this healthy and he has this amount of whatever in his blood. It doesn't tell you anything. The people who, have, who are sick and can live for 50 years, the people who are completely healthy drop dead. There, there's, it's also it's a system which there's absolutely no, no way of being able to predict as much as the body does work with the system and as much as we can understand the body and even replace parts of the body. But the concept of life is completely, completely beyond the ability to understand. And the third example is childbirth. This is a rough, it's involved in these things, that they, they say over 50% of cases of infertility have no reason. Sometimes they can see there's a problem, sometimes they can fix the problem, sometimes they have no idea. Everything should work, everything should make sense, and it doesn't. And why? I don't know. We don't know. It's not a system which has to work. It's a system which randomly works, when Hashem wants it to. And sometimes it doesn't. And it's not predictable like anything else. And that's at every stage of the game. Whether it's going to be conception, or whether it's going to be implantation, or whether it's going to develop successfully. No way of that. No way, and they don't even try. Because there's, uh, we, don't have, we don't have any facts to work with why it should or shouldn't. Now, if, if uh, the person is hearing this, here's the Gemara. Amar B'yaychanan. Shleishim Avteichus Avyar HaKadosh Baruch The rain, life, and childbirth. Which means, Avteichus Avyar HaKadosh Baruch means Hashem never gave that key to people. Never gave that key to people. That's something which is still up to Him, and He kept it by Him. And therefore, it's not something which people will ever be able to work out, or ever be able to understand. It's the key which is B'yad Hashem, and He does what He wants. But, that's where it connects to us. Because since those are keys which Hashem will be at Hashem, so Hashem says, that's up to you, Kalah Yisrael. How long are you going to live, and if it's going to be rain, and if you're going to have children, all the three things that the Torah says about them, and exactly in the Parashat Krishna. The Mara, Yirbu Yemechem, Yemechem, you want to have a longer life, those are the keys of, and you have children, Yemechem, those are the keys of Yad Hashem. And he left it like that, because that's not something which is a system which is going to happen always, that's going to be totally on you. And therefore, since uh, those keys weren't given as a tablet to the world, which have a predictable system, it's up to Hashem. Once it's up to Hashem, then He can say it's going to be telling what you do. And that's why Mishimai. Why Mishimai is not going to get punished. Understand, the system runs on you. The system runs on you. You want it to rain. You want to have long lives. You want to have children. It, those are Hashem's keys. And that's going to be telling on you. And that's part of the Kisya, the Bria. We said Bria is understanding the Kisya covered. Hashem runs the world. And we can talk about the Goyal Omer Tnechoshit which is the Brach we said at the beginning, which is how Hashem runs the world in a system which is going to do with us. If Fashal Tadikim were a Shoim, it's not going to make the day and not turn into night and not turn into day. That's a system which runs on its own. And now when we come to Shema, we say there's a system which runs in the world also, but that is not in us. That is not in us. That's what we call the system of all mitzvahs. That it's based on us. And therefore, when Hashem decides to send the rain, or Hashem is going to send life, or Hashem is going to send children, that's up to us. And then it comes to the Kisya Kavu too. It's part of Hashem runs the world, but this is our all. This is our responsibility because based on what we do, the result is going to be in and that's the result as well. That's plus. It's not an outside punishment. The system won't run. The system won't run. That's, and therefore, I'm thinking of the Olam Abriya of Hashem runs his world, and you get the Shema, is Hashem runs his world, those things in the world, which is as a reaction to what people do. As a reaction to what people do, and then it's up to us, obviously, to be macabre, the old, to do it right, because that's what's going to 
resulted in Hashem running the world the way he wanted to.